Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wardrobe Boss podcast. This is part two of my great, fun, and informative conversation with D. Vega, master fitness professional from D. Vega Fitness. So come on in, go get your friends and family, get your coworkers. You're going to learn something today about fitness in a really fun and exciting way. So come on in and join us on the Wardrobe Boss podcast. Can you walk me through what a day in your program looks like? Sure. So you know, my program is customizable to each and every client I have. The name of the program is called the Optimized You Blueprint. And so, you know, like I was saying, it's customizable. So, you know, what is what someone's day is for someone might look different for another person in my program. However, there are certain common threads that are just the foundation of my program that regardless of if you have a fat loss goal, if you, you know, hit your goal, now you're looking to like build lean muscle and just become the, you know, bad boss lady that you are meant to be, right? Like whatever the goal, um, regardless of the goal, there's just certain things that are just part of the foundation. And so, um, you know, a day in my program w- would involve making sure you're doing, you know, several habits that I outline in the program. And some examples of those would be, you know, what you just talked about, um, setting a daily priority and why that is so important is because you just spoke so eloquently on, uh, as women, especially, I feel like we get pulled in a bunch of different directions. We wear a lot of hats and because we're caretakers, we're uh, running our own businesses, we're working, we're moms, we're friends, we're just a lot of things. Right. And so we get sucked into what I call like just this overwhelm of being busy and having to do all the things all the time equally well. And what happens is what you just said is you're not able to focus on any singular thing. And when you're not able to focus on any singular thing, what what you have is a to-do list that never gets done. You never cross it off because you're just making baby steps in 20 things instead of 100% committing to doing one thing and removing it from your list. And so why setting, why I have my clients really focus on setting daily priorities is because not everything can be a priority. The, The definition of a priority is it takes precedence. It is more important. And so when I work with clients who have that same sentiment that you have, like, but I have 10 things that are equal. Well, the fact of the matter is they're not, they're not equal. Like, they, they, I'm not saying that doesn't make them less important. It just means that one of several of those things don't have to be done today. And so what we work on in my program is how do you set your daily priorities and really just condensing that list instead of doing more, because that's the trap a lot of women and myself fall have fallen into and fall into sometimes over and over again. It, it's it's not like uh, we fix it and we move on. It's a it's like a lifelong thing. At least it is for me. I can speak on myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm hardwired to be like, that's okay. Uh, slap it on, slap it on, slap that on my plate too. I'll take that. I'll take that. Oh, I'll take your, you know, like I'm just constantly 
loading on more and more crap until, you know, you have like some major breakdown and you're like, what's happened? Oh yeah. I'm doing a billion things and not actually accomplishing anything. So, so what happens then is, Hey, let's focus on actually doing less. So when I love how you call it seasons, I call it cycles, same thing. You're going to have, your life is going to ebb and flow. It's never going to go as expected. That's just how life works. You might have weeks, months where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm loving my life. Everything is on track. It's scheduled. I, I'm in charge of my schedule, you know, and God bless you, you unicorn. But what is happening is what happens for most people is that stuff doesn't go like that. You might have a week, you might have two weeks, but inevitably you have a work trip or you have a sick kid or you get sick or your parent is in, is in the hospital or another loved one or whatever fill in the blank stuff happens. Right. And so it's not so much like what I think my program does effectively is it's not so much like, okay, they just got to take a break. Cause that's what people do. They have, they drop everything and they like singularly focus on that thing. That's kind of uprooted their life. Sometimes that's necessary depending on what the, the thing is, but sometimes it's like, Hey, that's okay. You don't have to do all the things. Let's just pick the couple things where we can stabilize and kind of maintain what you've been working on. And then when you get through this busy cycle, when you're off this work trip, when your kid's feeling better, when you're feeling better, let's resume, you know? And that's kind of, I think what I've seen over the years working with clients, that's kind of a big light bulb for people. They realize that, you know, as humans, we're kind of like all or nothing. It's either like I'm all in and working towards my goal. And if I can't do all the things that I'm not working towards my goal, and I'm just living opposite of how I was just living last week. And instead of having that mentality, it's more like, okay, I'm not going to be able to get my an hour long workout in. I can't actually work out today. All right. Maybe I can just get a little 10 minute walk in because that's all I have time for. So I really just focus on the priorities and setting that um, and basically focusing on what you can do consistently, whether you're in a busy period or whether life is going as planned. So they do a couple habits. Those are kind of the habit things that are the bedrock of the foundation of driving down your stress and making these other changes sustainable. And then we also track things that actually work on your weight loss goal. And those are things, you know, like tracking your weight. Um, you know, they'll have nutrition goals, calorie goals, those sorts of things. And so those are kind of the things that you can you know, expect a specific movement program, whether it's strength training, because some of my clients do that because they're at a point where they feel like that's not adding more to their plate. And then I have clients who don't do strength training at, at all and still have great results. So it's, again, it, like I said, it's going to look a little different, but you know, that's generally what you can expect. And I really like what you said about the, see, I call them seasons in your life. What do you call them? Oh, just cycles, like busy cycles. Right. And yeah. so I, I really, really appreciate that you said that because we are all at different places it is always going to be something. Something's always going to be there. So, and so you do have, it is the ebb and flow, right? Well, this, I, I remember my last season, it was such a short window. It was such a sweet season. I had just finished like feeling complete with mourning the loss of my dog, which, you know, the loss of a pet is a big deal. And then, and I, it happened during COVID. So then when that started to calm down, COVID started to get a little better. And I was just, I had this little open window of such sweet time before everything hit the fan again. 
And I kind of, I can't wait to get back to that sweet spot, but you're right. We still have to live in the in-between times. And so it's up to us to figure it out and try not to be so hard on ourselves on the way. And I can be the poster child for being hard on myself because I really think that, no, you got to do this because once everything's off my checklist, then I can sleep better. But if I go to sleep and 14 things haven't been done, now I can't even sleep. Again, perspective, perspective, perspective. Um, do you think on that note, do you think that people hold on to weight because something is missing in their life? That, that's an interesting question. Do you mean like they're purposely holding on to weight or just that they've struggled they, that, or that they're gained weight? Like, how do you mean that question, I guess? I mean that like subconsciously, like they're, in, in other words, they eat to fill a void or they eat because they're running for some, from, because they're running from something or psychological, or they, you know, hold on to the weight because they're too afraid to live or they're afraid to heal from a hurt in the past. So the weight or the eating kind of puts them in a cocoon. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, yeah. So definitely. I think weight loss is, or when people gain weight or hold on to weight or whatever, it's for a myriad of reasons, you know, sim simply put, maybe it's just, they're not at a place where they actually care. Like they're happy and they like, don't necessarily, you know, think they need to change anything or they're not at a place where they feel like they can change something. So they just kind of accept this is kind of the way my life is. And therefore they just carry on. Um, in other instances, what you're talking about is, yeah, I think, you know, food is like other things like alcohol, drugs. And, and so people looked for that for comfort when they are stressed. You know, I've had clients who when they get really stressed, they usually do one of two things. They overeat or they grossly undereat. They actually restrict because they're so stressed and they feel sick and they feel nauseous. Um, and then I have clients who are like, I'm, I'm so stressed. And they try to fill that void, like you said, with things that can bring them temporary relief. Um, but it never does because it's not meant for that, right? So, um, and then you sp spoke on something else. Um, you know, I, I read this, um, this research, uh, actually, I don't remember if it was a book or a research article, but essentially it was a study and they were asking obese uh, women, do they remember when they started gaining weight? And one of their answers overwhelmingly in high percentage, I don't remember the percentage, this was years ago when I read it, but um, they remembered when they started gaining weight, it was after either, it was either after like a sexual assault or a rape. And so when you, when you talk about people experiencing trauma like that, especially females, the reason that they started gaining that weight, it was like armor. It was like to protect them. They didn't want to be seen. They didn't want people to look at them. And that was their form of protection. And so, yes, people have so many reasons for holding on their weight. It's not just simply, oh, they're lazy. Oh, they just overeat. It's so more nuanced than it's much more nuanced than that. And, and, and so is obesity in itself. It's not just as simple. Well, those people just need to exercise more and eat less. It, it's not, I, there's so much more information and research that proves that it is much more than that for a lot of people. And so, yeah, I think, you know, all that stuff is out of my scope of practice, but it's definitely, yeah, definitely in the stew of why people, you know, struggle with things like that. I just thought that that had something to do with it. That's why I asked you. Um, 
Why should a woman who is really serious about weight loss work with you specifically? Oh, good question. Um, you know, I'd say my ideal client is, yes, they want to lose weight, but if they're just focused on the weight, then, you know, I'd say my ideal client is like, they, they want to lose the weight because they want to improve the quality of their life because they want more from their life that they, they feel like the weight is holding them back. So, um, that's not to say like, it's just can't be about aesthetics. Like I get it. Like who doesn't want to look good naked. Right. But it's more like, there's always a deeper meaning behind that. You know, whether I've, I have clients who are mothers who just want to play with their children and not, um, you know, I have one client in particular who doesn't want her kids to be embarrassed, um, when they go out in public with her, you know, or have shame about her weight. I have other clients who, just don't feel confident in their appearance. And yes, you can say that's aesthetics, but if you're not confident in your appearance, then that plays on your personality. It it, it takes a, a toll on your men mentality and your mental health. And so it becomes a bit more than just, I just want to lose weight to be healthy. And then I have other clients who actually like got blood results, you know, on their annual physical and they have high cholesterol, high tri higher triglycerides, um, high blood pressure. And now it becomes, hey, like, man, my health, like I've just, I, that was a big wake up call. And now, you know, they, they want to get, get their lifestyle um, in check so that they can be around for just their relatives, their partners, their children themselves. Right. So I, I think my ideal client, like you should, I'd be a good fit for someone who, you know, wants to lose weight, but because there's a bigger meaning behind it, because it's really going to enhance the quality of their life, the weight that they've been wanting to lose is keeping them from enjoying their life to the fullest in some way, shape or form. And that's when you should come work, work with me. Cause that's what I feel like I excel in. Can you tell me about a time when you had a client, any client that really did so well in the program, maybe somebody who had so many obstacles, but then they just, you know, the end result was amazing. And it, it even did something to you. Is there any like kind of situation that sticks out to you like that? Um, let me think. Well, you know, just when one client comes to mind, um, actually like two clients come to mind. So two different, um, ex I guess, lifestyles. One is, um, you know, she's married, she has two kids, she's uh, working full time just doing all the things that we talked about. And she was just struggling to lose her weight that she had gained from her previous pregnancy. And, and her uh, toddler now is like two or three or something. And she was just really struggling to get that last like 15 pounds that she just didn't know how to get off. And her life had gotten busier, right? Because now she has two kids. So she reached out and we started working together. And um, she's a great example of she didn't, wasn't able to work out, you know, like it just, she had too much going on in her life. That wasn't going to be a thing. She wasn't able to strength train or do any body weight exercises. So really over the course of our time together, we really focused on some key nutrition goals for her. Um, and in this woman's case, she was surviving on coffee and maybe drinking like a glass of water. So May, you know, water has coffee in it, but once you kind of pass like two cups, it has, it's more, you're not getting the hydration benefits of coffee. Right. So, um, so, you know, and she wasn't, um, eating meals, like she was just going 
really long periods without eating. And so we really worked on, hey, how do we um, set her up so that she can, you know, just take better care of herself, you know, actually put herself first instead of like her family and her kids. And just working through just nutrition habits and just walking. I mean, she was able to lose, I think, 12 pounds in the 16 weeks that we worked together. And the reason why that was so like amazing for me as a coach is because it is simple. Like if you just kind of do those little things consistently, you can lose the weight. You don't have to spend hours at a gym. She didn't step foot in a gym. She didn't lift weights. I'm not saying that she shouldn't. Like, yeah, it's a goal of hers, but it just wasn't, she wasn't at a point in her life where she could do that. So that doesn't mean that she can't do it. It just means we just change what she's doing so that she can hit her goal. And one of the things that sticks out to me as a coach was she was in a really toxic job and she didn't realize that it was so toxic. And these are her words, not, not mine, but she told me this and that's why it was so, um, I guess, sticks out in my mind. She told me that through doing the mindset training in my program, she was able to kind of become, or just have more confidence in herself and kind of realize like, oh, this isn't normal. I shouldn't be doing this. This shouldn't be expected of me. And she actually ended up leaving her job and getting a new job. And she said, I wouldn't have done that had it not been for your program. And I was like, oh my gosh, that, I mean, to me, that was like everything because that's really affecting someone's quality of life. If she was she was having chronic aches, super stressed. And we thought initially, maybe it's from lack of movement, but after she got a new job, all that stuff cleared up. So stress is very real for people. And so just being able to have the confidence in herself that she was able to, I was able to help with at any shape, then the littlest bit was, I just, I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy for her. And that's so exciting because she, you know, came to you with, this is what I have. I really don't think I can do anything with it. Can you help me? And, you know, the way that you helped her uh, to me, it's just, it's such a, it's so beautiful because she, like you said, she never even stepped foot in a gym, but look at everything she gleaned from it. So maybe when the kids are, you know, another eight months down the road, she might say, you know what, that was such a good experience. I'm ready to, incorporate gym now into it, right? So that if you have to take it in bits and pieces from where you are, take it in bits and pieces from where you are, but run with it and get there and keep going and don't look back. So, I mean, come on, hand clap for you, sis. <laughs> hand claps, rounds of applause for you, sis. Um, <laughs> um, you're a businesswoman. You're a wife, you're a mother. How do you personally keep it all together? And do you have days that you're like, okay, I know I'm the coach girl, but I'm eating whatever I want. Um, hell yeah. So <laughs> I think, I think that it's one of the biggest misnomers in my opinion, um, about, you know, fitness quote unquote experts. And so, yes, I, like I mentioned before, there's no food that's off the table. You know, like I just like many of my clients, like, oh man, the day didn't go as planned. I didn't get to make dinner. I didn't get to do these things. Who wants Chick-fil-A kids get in the car? You know, like those days happen. Um, and so I think when people think of a fitness expert, they they think that man, he or she has it all together. Like she knows 
um, her life is perfect. It just, everything goes according to plan. And that is not true. Like what I tell my clients is I am no different than them. The only difference is, is there's two differences. And the first one is, um, I've just been doing it a lot longer. I just have a lot more practice than them. I have years and years and years of practice and consistent practice. And so I say that as not like a, oh man, it's going to take me years, not as a bad thing. I say it as like, it's a process. It's not something that you nail down in two weeks. It's not something that you actually nail down in 16 weeks. It's a, it's a starting point to building and continuing to build on, on those behaviors. And so, you know, am and that's no different than where I'm at. I'm just a metamorphosis. So, you know, when I'm looking at back, like three years from now, I'm hoping to be a much different person than I am today, five years from now, 10 years from now, because I'm just going to keep trying to apply the things I'm learning. And that's what they're doing. That's what I'm asking them to, to, for them to do. And so it's important to know that, Hey, I'm just farther along in the process than you are. I was where you were. I just have a lot more reps. So that should be encouraging. And the second thing that I think separates fitness experts or high performers like athletes is the mindset piece of doing the same boring day in and day out consistently. And so what I mean by that is just lifestyle habits. Like it's not sexy. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I got to da da da. And so it's more just like, I'm a G at that because I have the practice and the reps of doing it. And so those are the two, I think, defining characteristics that I would say separate uh, people who are trying or in the process of. I, I think that's actually not true because I think everyone's in the process. They're just at various points of their process. Some people are at the beginning. Some people are at the middle. Some people are, you know, they're there's really no finish line even. So like, that's really important to know. Like, even if you have this goal of like, let's lose, I want to lose 15 pounds. Once you hit your goal, it's not like you wash your hands and you throw your hands up. You're like, I'm done. I'm just going to go back to doing all. No, it's like, you're going to keep evolving. What's the next goal? What's the next goal? Because trailblazer mentality is okay. How do I get better? How do I improve? How do I? And so that's essentially what I'm trying to do. And so, yeah, so those are, Yes, I do not have it all together. Heck no. And there are days where I definitely don't get enough sleep. And I'm definitely in, in that cycle of that victimhood mentality. And I'm definitely eating pizza five days straight because we had a my daughter's birthday party this week and I'm trying to like get through it, right? So yes, those are all like, I feel normal things, right? It's just more like, I don't, that doesn't define me. That's not a defining, it's just, Oh yeah, that's just is what it is. I don't it's not like I'm I'm paying attention to that. So what happens when, you know, people are early in their journeys of trying to change their lifestyle. Let's say they're like, "Oh man, I I had I went and I just went crazy and I ate all these things and I fell off the wagon." And it's like, "No, you didn't fall off the wagon. You just had a different meal than like you maybe that wasn't in the plan." Now just Start doing the things that get you towards your goal. It's it's not, let's don't waste time and energy on things that don't matter. Waste time and energy on things that get you moving in the right direction. Because if you think that you're failing because you eat a meal or have a couple meals a week or you miss a workout or whatever, that's, that's to be expected. That is just part of the game. So once you kind of understand that you're going to fail, um, I just think that's the difference, you know, fitness experts or high performers, they're looking at those failures as that feedback 
that's like, oh, all right, I can change that, do this. I learned like you're actually applying that information. And to me, what I'm hearing is, girl, get in the game no matter where you are. Get in the game where you're at, but get in the game. Hell yeah. Get yeah. Off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Be a be an active participant in your life. Mm-hmm. Stop scrolling and being like, I wish I could do that. I wish I did it. Stop living in the wishes or what you think you could do and just being like, you don't, no one's saying you have to do everything tomorrow. Just do one thing. You know, get, like you said, get in the game, whether it's for five minutes a day, whether, you know, then you build it up to 10 minutes a day. Eventually, hey, you're walking for an hour. Yeah, that's sweet. That's super sweet. Wisdom, 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 girl. Okay, um, now this is a podcast about wardrobe and all things related, which that includes this topic, right, of fitness and weight loss. But um, do you ever have clients who ask you for fashion advice after significant weight loss or weight gain? Do they ever say, hey, Dee, um, I I lost all this weight or I gained my weight back. I'm in a good place. What do I wear now? Because nothing fits me. You know, funny is now that I'm thinking about it, no one's ever been like, hey, what do I do? A lot of times I'll have clients like that's one of the reasons like, man, I just want to fit into some clothes that I loved wearing a couple Mm -hmm. years ago. Or I just, you know, want to be able to just go in my wardrobe and not be like, what do I feel comfortable in? What hides my arms? What like they're just they're so sick and tired of spending 30 minutes to an hour trying to like pick an outfit that camouflages any of the stuff that they don't feel confident and comfortable about, you know? And so that's kind of where, you know, they tell me about that. And then we kind of talk about, well, what would be like the ideal situation? And it's always like, man, if I could just kind of throw on whatever I want to wear, not what I think I have to wear. If I can get out of yoga pants, if I can wear jeans with buttons, if I can wear a pant with a button, you know, like Things like that. Can I, if I can get out of my maternity pants, like those are things that we've we've talked about before. But no one's ever been like, "What do you suggest?" All right, no, not yet. Not yet, at least. Yeah, not, I was not yet at least. <laughs> okay, uh, if you were to describe a healthy lifestyle in three words only, what would they be? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, three words. Okay, I think I'd say love happiness and health. I think you got to have love. You got to give love just to be in a good place in your life. Uh, You need happiness. You need fun. You need to laugh. That's super important. And you need to take care of yourself. You need your health so you can continue laughing and continue loving. So I guess I'd say love, happiness, and health. Cool. Really cool. And I know that when you say love, Part of love means love yourself first. Yes, exactly right. Love yourself, uh, love those around you, and then be able to receive love as well. Yes. Oh, that's good. Come on, Dr. D. I'm ready for us to do our own podcast. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to change this to the Wardrobe and Fitness Podcast with Eliza and D. <laughs> uh, D, where can people find you? Um where can they find you and ask you questions and, you know, all that good stuff? Sure. So um, I think I'm most active on Facebook. Uh, profile is just my name, D Vega. Um, I, I have a website, uh, dvegafitness.com. 
And then I also have a private Facebook group um, that you can find on my Facebook profile. It's called the Optimized You Blueprint Weight Loss Secrets for Moms. I it's really for women. Um, it's just when I initially made it, I was you know working with just moms at the time, but now I have just uh, you know many women who aren't moms, so I need to change it. It's just haven't gotten around to it, right? Prioritizing. So um, I just, uh, yeah, so that's, that's a private group that, you know, you're welcome to join where I offer just free trainings on mindset, fitness, uh, and nutrition. And if you, do you have a YouTube channel? I do, but I haven't posted content on it, but it's in the works. It's on the to-do list. <laughs> um, but you know, people can email me at d at dvegafitness.com or you can reach out to me. You can send me a DM. Um, I'm active on there as well. Okay. And so if you go to Facebook and you're like, there's a lot of D Vegas, then just go to yeah. dvegafitness.com and then you can find her there. Oh yeah. You check my headshot. Right. It's the same one I used in my profile. They're yeah. the same. Oh my gosh, D, this was, this was really one of my favorite conversations. I loved this conversation. It was great having you on. I'd love for you to come back on again. I just feel like you just dropped so many bombs. It was so informative, like get in the game where you are and the trap is doing more and, you know, it's okay to do the program, you know, where you are and like, it just makes everything okay and not so overwhelming and not so heavy and not so complicated and not so, ugh, I have to give up chocolate. Like I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't drink alcohol. Now I have to give up chocolate because that would be totally <laughs> me. Totally me. I'm just owning up to it. I would be like, are you kidding me? I don't drink. I don't smoke. And now I have to give up chocolate too. Like, come on, you're killing me over here. <laughs> <laughs> so you just thank you for so much awesome and wonderful information um you guys thank you for listening to the wardrobe boss podcast you know that we're uh, you can find us on apple itunes or wherever you stream your favorite podcast like comment listen go find d vega and d vega fitness on facebook that is the platform she mainly lives on go find me the wardrobe boss on Instagram, that's the platform that I live on. DM us. Let us know what you're thinking, what you got out of the podcast. You learned something. You didn't know this. Great information because all of it was good. And I could actually say that. So um, you're welcome. Enjoy the information. Share it with a friend, a coworker, a mother, sister, brother, father. And let them comment too and join in on the conversation. That's why I started this podcast to be here for you and just try to help you where you are. And hopefully that something, any little thing, any piece of wisdom or nugget will make your life better, your wardrobe better, your fitness life better, your heart better, or whatever makes you happy. So thank you for joining the Wardrobe Boss Podcast. I'm so excited. D Vega is a master fitness professional. I am. Thank you so much for taking out your time uh, to, to be here and speak with me today. It was such a pleasurable conversation and I just really appreciated you being here today. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. I love this stuff. I love talking about this stuff, super passionate about it. So I yeah, it didn't feel like work to me. And so thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you, D. All right, you guys, you know where to find us. Wardrobe Boss Podcast on Apple iTunes. Wardrobe Boss out. 
Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a mean old line media production. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.